pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. Have you ever driven or been a passenger in a car that always felt like a bumpy ride? Or it seemed to always veer off course no matter the road or weather conditions? If you have, chances are that car needed a tire alignment. The name of the repair is a bit of a misnomer as an alignment is more for an adjustment to a vehicle suspension, the system that connects a vehicle to the wheels. This adjustment alters the angles of the tires, which in turn affects how they contact the road. A car can become misaligned one of two ways. It can happen suddenly by hitting a deep pothole or getting into an accident, but a car can also develop alignment issues simply through daily use and the passage of time as parts rust and a driver gets into familiar driving habits that unevenly wear on the vehicle. Whether a car alignment is thrown off gradually or suddenly, there isn't a dashboard light that conveniently notifies you something is off. Misalignment is determined by the driver noticing changes with their eyes, ears, and hands. Their eyes can see when the car doesn't keep in a straight line. Their ears can hear the tires squealing due to uneven wear on the tires. And their hands will eventually notice that they're turning the steering wheel one way or the other just to keep the car straight. Tire alignment is a maintenance issue that comes up frequently and is easy to resolve, but it can be disastrous to the car and the driver if neglected for too long. How do we know if we are in alignment with God? To answer this question requires us first to determine who the driver is and who the vehicle is. Do we believe that we drive ourselves and that God has no part in our travels? Do we possibly believe that God that created the universe is a vehicle of our wish fulfillment? Or is God driving us towards something greater than our own selfish interests? Solomon answered that question long ago, in no uncertain terms, in Proverbs 16, verses 1 through 3 and verse 9. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. God directs us in the way he wants us to go, not the other way around. We are in alignment with God when we recognize and submit to his plan for us to channel his character and values in this life and in the kingdom to come. Yet this alignment is not something that happens as a one-time event, and due to the weakness of our nature, it's far from perfect. It requires daily upkeep, but sometimes that isn't even enough. Throughout our lives, we get out of alignment with God to the point where it feels impossible to navigate properly. Sometimes this happens suddenly when we hit potholes on the road of life. These can take the form of tragedies, financial struggles, relationship challenges, 
or a host of other complications. When we hit these potholes, it's hard to feel like we can move at all, let alone go where God wants us to. Yet sometimes, it's a gradual decay in our spiritual suspension. It's where we don't keep up with our daily maintenance, and one day it's a struggle just to stay on the road. Speaking for myself, lately I've felt the latter. The worries of life keep piling up, and I've been neglecting my spiritual maintenance. And I need to get right with God. But I'm not alone in this. The Apostle Paul felt this too. He wrote about these challenges in Romans 7, verses 15 through 25. For I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law that it is good. So now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God, in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. So how do we recognize when we're in need of that tune-up to get right with God? Just like a car, there's no red light on our dashboard that tells us we need to pray more. It's something we can only figure out by being mindful of the journey. A driver uses their eyes to see they're veering off course even though they're not turning one way or the other. Are we using our eyes to read the word of God so we might examine our path? A driver also uses their ears to listen to their tire squealing. Are we keeping an open ear for what God tries to tell us? Are we keeping an open ear to hear the needs of others that we might deliver them God's comfort and care? And our hands. A driver can feel the steering wheel shake and give resistance when things aren't right. What are our hands doing? Are we using them to serve God? Or are we using them to serve ourselves? We can use all our senses to examine our ways before the Lord. When we start to slip, we have an opportunity to call unto God to get us right with him. And David had this sentiment in mind when he wrote in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. With a bit of reflection, anyone can conclude that realigning with God is not meant to be put off until we're in a state of disrepair. Nor is it meant to only be an annual, seasonal, or even weekly event. Getting in step with God requires ongoing self-examination. But to elevate the lesson of spiritual realignment from a thought exercise 
to taking practical steps is in more ways than one where the rubber meets the road. Just as anyone would take their car to a mechanic to get their suspension fixed, we need to approach God in prayer when our hearts aren't in line with him. We need to not just ask for help, but listen to his direction through reading his word. Since a well-maintained vehicle empowers a driver to complete their tasks, it makes sense that taking time away from less productive activities to focus on upkeep will enable a driver to continue living their lives as they need. And the same goes for us. If living a God-centered life is important to us, then we should make our spiritual upkeep a priority in our lives instead of a task only when emergencies hit. If you and I can do these three things, seek out help, listen to direction, and make self-examination a priority in our lives, then we will be more spiritually aligned with the Father and His Son so that He can direct us where to go. To wrap up our thoughts, let's reflect on Solomon's wisdom from Proverbs 4 verses 20 through 27 and consider them as words from a loving Heavenly Father to us, His children. My son, be attentive to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight, keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech, and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. I want to thank you for listening to Pause to Consider. If you enjoy this devotion, please share it with your friends and with your loved ones. And if you haven't done so already, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast platform so that you get updates on when new episodes are released. If you have any questions or feedback, I'd love to hear it. You can email me at pause to consider podcast at gmail.com. And you can also follow my Facebook and Instagram pages for updates or any feedback. But above anything else, I hope this episode was helpful for you. And I pray that God will be with you until we meet again, whether it be in our next devotion or in God's kingdom. God bless. Thank you for listening to Pause to Consider. I'm Levi, and I wanted to be sure you've heard about a few other podcasts in the WCF network. I am actually one of the co-hosts on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. That's A Little Faith. Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships in From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org slash podcasts. Have a great week.